G'day, friends of the show. The episode you're about to hear is a live, open, and honest documentation of myself and my wife's, uh, my wife Brooke's roller coaster of emotions as we process a, I guess, a pretty sad event, a disappointing event for both of us. All the emotions are in there. There's anger, sadness, loss, denial. Um, It's a really rough edit and it's just us processing our thoughts and emotions in real time. It's not something I usually do on the podcast. Our thoughts may not always be that coherent and I definitely will repeat myself as my brain spins in circles for a few moments. And it's not something I normally do on this podcast, but I wanted to share with you and the people that value this podcast and the practice it provides just a live, raw, behind-the-scenes look at what I think so many people who so many people have experienced inside and outside of rigid communities that have kind of wanted those per- those people removed at some point. Um, and so many people experience this to varying degrees, and I've come across them a lot in my podcast. And so many people don't always get to share their journey and just just be open and honest with their experience. So I thought, hey, why not practice what I preach? I'll share some of my experience in this. I'll be open. I'll be honest. I'll be... I'll try and engage my emotions and yeah. So I thought you guys might be interested and I thought you might enjoy it, enjoy the insight. And in the grand scheme of things, my experience is in ways nothing compared to what so many friends of the show have experienced. But I can understand the frustration that comes when you feel as if you're not given the space or opportunity to be understood or, or some kind of right of reply. And so, yeah, I, I guess this is just us processing that and finding a space for us to express what we feel like we would like to express. I'm right and you're wrong. Listen up. Once you start labeling people. Categorizing of humans and ideas. You have desensitized yourself to the humanity of that other human being to who they really are and in the marketplace of ideas these things are complicated man we all need to engage with a variety of viewpoints a genuine multicultural connection with another i mean sometimes you don't need to agree or disagree you just need to sit with it and digest welcome back to the ideas digest podcast a very special podcast where we explore the challenging ideas that divide us in order to open our minds. That's the premise of the show. And this week, I'm joined by my wife, Brooke. Hello. (laughs) This is Brooke. I've spoken about her a few times. If you go back into the early archives, you'll find Brooke in there, early days. But I was thinking, okay, what episode am I going to bring to you this week? Matt and I are not in the same time zone at the moment, so I was releasing some, like, Super Friends paywall special episodes. I was thinking I had a great conversation with uh, theologian Brad Jerzak. Really great conversation. I thought I might release that. But then, alas, 30 minutes ago, I got a phone call. And if you clicked on this episode, you know Conrad clickbait stuff all the time. (laughs) And one day it might get him in trouble. (laughs) And today is that day. I received a phone call 30 minutes ago from the principal of the school that I was doing some casual teaching at. It's a conservative Christian school. But I got a call from the principal, and the principal says, uh, we were informed by some students about your podcast. I was like, "Uh uh-huh, go on, please go on. And he said, 
well, like loose, this very vague general. It's gone to the board and we've decided that it is not in line with the ethos of this school and the digital code of conduct or something like that. And we will be pausing your employment from this point on. Um, and I was like... Which was an explanation as to why all your casual days that you had lined up suddenly disappeared last night. They were getting cancelled. I'm like, oh no, what's happened? And then I, I was surfing this morning. I got a missed call from the big dog. And I was like, well, that's never good. No one cares about me unless it's to get me in trouble. Conrad... We just saw you did a really good job teaching. I just wanted to affirm the would, care you take for wow, students. That would be so rare in a system. Anyway, that isn't what happened. And so that was the outcome. I overheard it and I have an Apple Watch now and my heart rate my heart rate was <laughs> rising. Yeah, so anyway, I as in true Conrad fashion, I said, Oh, really? Could you tell me why? And the big dog That's an important question. The big dog kind of Kept it vague, kept it general. Oh, we've seen some of your titles and oh, we, we've listened to some of your podcasts. I'm like, have you though? Has anyone actually listened to this podcast? Oh, yes, we've listened to the podcast. I'm like, could you tell me what the podcast is about? Well, there's some views expressed on the podcast. I'm like, my views or just views in general? Because I think, I don't know. Anyway, the long story short of that conversation was Conrad. I, I, honestly, I've waited for that conversation for a very long time. And I, and it's surprising I, it hasn't come sooner, to be honest. But the, but the, okay, the defense of this thing was because I remember when I used to work in another school, and I thought I'm ready to have this conversation with the principal. Pull me into your office and talk to me about how a podcast that aims to understand the things that divide us, to understand society's most marginalized people and most controversial people, and try and empath empathetically empathically try to empathically listen to a different perspective outside of your own (laughs) could you please explain to me how a christian a christian school that models itself on jesus christ himself who ate with the prostitute ate with the leper and i may or may not have dropped that exact example in the conversation with the big dog i said this is interesting because I see what I do as very in line with what Jesus did, eating with the prostitute, yeah, the tax collector. I just don't understand how it's not. Well, I, here's, my, here's how I suspect. Uh, yes, please tell me. <laughs> they didn't listen to it. They yes. saw the clickbait. And we know that because they called you first thing this morning and your podcast episodes sometimes <laughs> go for more than two hours. Sorry, the, the uh, assumptions don't add up. Yep, yep. And what was I saying? I can't remember. <laughs> Sorry, it was such a good joke. Um, he was saying oh, yeah. how it so adds the, up. So, so, well, it adds up in that students, uh, they, I sent an email because I didn't have a school email account yet. So I was trying to send a kid a link so that he could show the, the video on the projector that I couldn't have internet. Anyway, it was, a, it was a good teacher workaround of a solution. It was just my Gmail email, whatever. Anyway, kids went around like next level stalking. This is what they do to teachers now. And they just stalk everything and within seconds they found like youtube channel instagram posts all these sorts of things and they scroll the podcast feed and they find the episode and i'm going to just call it out this is the one that got me in trouble it's over a year old Mm. it's an old episode and it's straight men enjoy gay sex 
That's the clickbait. Yeah. And that's a that's clickbaity. <laughs> that's and so rather funny. than rather than being like, huh, is Conrad telling straight men they enjoy gay sex and endorsing this lifestyle? Obviously, someone's defensive about this. Yes, it may have hit a nerve. <laughs> and rather than I, I guess listen and go, what is this anyway? So they don't understand the premise of the podcast. And even if they do. Let's take it for granted that they do understand the premise of the podcast, which is let's stop dividing over things we disagree with. Let's stop deleting people, canceling people, (laughs) ignoring people, firing people Mm. for being different. You know, I would understand if they were my views expressed, hey, I'm Conrad, I'm an atheist, I'm this, that, the other. Yeah, which you definitely are not. I think this is the thing that really frustrates me is that you as a person genuinely, authentically do really, really align with the ethos of the school. Because ultimately what will happen if you come out as different to this system and any system, you're gone. Exactly like me today. Yeah. So it's just such BS. Like the incentive structures based around this quality ethos of your school is we follow the example of jesus well that's what they say the ethos is but the ethos is really follow our rules and if you don't follow our rules pretend to follow the rules look like you follow the rules and then do whatever you want in your spare time but just don't make sure that like no one can access that and if people find out about it this is this is what this system breeds any kind of any system built on morality clauses being an in marker or an out marker you have to be perceived as following those rules. So it's not even you following... Because if you ask me, <laughs> if you ask me, I follow the rules more than even they themselves. A hundred percent. In this weird way. I just genuinely don't understand. And this is like one of the big reasons why I left education and left teaching, especially at this system. Because even though I... I would say I ticked so many boxes genuinely. You fit the build. Like I fit the build. I felt like I could genuinely not be myself and not have questions. And and how are, how can you be a human, a true authentic human, if you only have certainty? That's that's not a human. Mm. Like that's not genuine. Mm. And when you have a system built on certainty, questions are so threatening. Mm. So that's why your podcast is out. Uh, Your podcast has outed you from the system because, Mm. oh, there's a question around this. Um, We're trying to understand the question. No, no, no. There's certainty and there's uncertainty. And we can't Mm. have uncertainty because we know the answers. I'm going to go into a dialogue zone and pull me out. (laughs) Pull me out of this prologue that I'm getting into. This is why I brought Brooke in because I thought this hits on a lot of like our journey and past traumas and past like growing up in a religious system where questions are not encouraged. They say they're encouraged and you can ask them once. You can say, hey, what about this? And you can, and they'll give you the answer. And if you don't, if that doesn't settle the questions, then you quickly leave. And a lot of my whole generation, whole generation left the church that we grew up in because they asked questions and they didn't fit. And they said, oh, well, we're just, we're edged to the side socially. And if you're not edged to the side socially and you're this pesky little hanger on that's <laughs> me hanging around me like, no, I get where you guys are coming from. You know, we, 
we're at different depths of the Bible, I suppose, is how I would put it. We understand it on a different level, would be how I put it. And I'm cool with you and your level of understanding it. If, you're, if you don't choose to leave because of the way they force you out, they will force you out in every other metric apart from... If, <laughs> I think you're right in questions are the most challenging. Um, <laughs> I'm just checking my heart rate because I'm seriously stressed. <laughs> and I actually... I prepared for this conversation a long time ago. And like I said before, I was ready to sit down and have that conversation. Like, call me into your office. Let's, let's have this conversation about how listening to people is not something that, one, you'd want to encourage students to kind of have a critical lens into how they engage with ideas. Because guess what? Everyone who is an adult with children, what they see on TikTok is a thousand times worse than the clickbait on my Instagram without the hook and the pull to say, let's think about this further. Let's understand the person behind the idea and how they get here. And so... It's so important to be able to hold a dialogue with someone you disagree with. It's like essential for the path forward mm -hmm. if we're going to connect and not divide. Yeah. Like it's seriously essential mm. and it's how can it out you? How can it how can it say it doesn't align with our ethos? You are out. Like it literally blows my effing mind. It makes me so angry and the anger is truly hiding how upset I am. Mm. Because this is like, I just really cannot understand. And because I've been like kind of orbiting this system, orbiting this religion for my whole effing life, I do not understand how this is biblical. And I do not understand how this is in line with Jesus. And I do not understand what the vision, what the big picture is apart from divide. Like, I do not understand. And I am, like, for me, like, it all gets a bit too much. And I know I have limited energy, limited resources, limited time on this planet. And I just cannot deal with the BS that's never going to change. Like, I, this is also another reason why I left the system, because I was going to give my entire being into my job because I love doing what I do with excellence. And I am really passionate. You're an art teacher, by the way. Yeah. Really passionate about creativity and personal expression, really passionate about giving the next generation the, the space to explore their voice. And I was going to give everything I could to make that place better, but it was going to take everything from me. And then in the end, it was just going to replace me with complete apathy. So why would I invest this energy and this, in this, this passion into something that's never going to change, that's never going to evolve? Like it's, it, it, it was going to cripple me and kill me, honestly. And so that's why I, partly I do my own business now because I can explore my passions and I, I know that people around me can flourish in a sustainable way, not in an unsustainable way. And I just don't know how this system like it, can keep, keep on keeping on the way that it is. Well, it can't. It's slowly dying. 
I chose to step away. I chose to get out of the way and just let it steamroll some other people. Whereas Conrad, he actually has faith and hope that the system can like it the, the system needs someone like Conrad that can that can be come to challenge be reformed be made better Conrad's literally putting himself in the line and saying no like let's have a conversation let's make this better like let's make this let's refine this let's improve this that's like literally what Conrad embodies and Instead, the system's just like, actually, we can't be bothered to deal with this. Like, we actually Mm. don't want to refine. We don't want to improve. We don't want to be better. We just want to be what's easy and Mm. we just want to be what's certain. And we've got our little complacency situation happening here. They have a corporation structure. Yeah, it's like... like, Whatever, (sighs) what what matters more is the steamroller of the corporation rather than the, the mirror... Or <laughs> I don't want to use the word prophets because I'm no, using like, biblical language. I the li- outsider critiquing the insider or the insider holding up a mirror. And that- God used that technique many times to change the situation. And like I personally see you, Conrad, as someone, especially with the podcast, you are just coming into the city and saying, hey, look, this is what I can see from afar. Like, what do you think? And then you let people kind of navigate it and move with it from there. But like, you're an essential part and you, like God but I'm not used, even... God used that method to refine and improve and evolve a communities and to get people back in line with what the truth was. But anyway, so basically, it's amazing that you still have hope. And well, I just, do I though? Well, I don't know. Do you? <laughs> I'm gonna like I'm gonna scream. I'm gonna bawl my eyes out. And this is honestly repressed trauma from this system. But it's obviously this is us. But like legit, and a personal legit though. Like it's hit. It's, it's hit very pers- you on a personal yeah, level. It it's feels hit very personal. Me and it's, on a personal level. It's also because like with the life that we live like you not having access to that work like that's massive financially for us yeah yeah that's really big and like now that that causes so many questions around our personal financial security yeah so just because someone didn't want to have a conversation and someone misunderstood now it's going to like redirect the way that we show up and Mm -hmm. what the work that we do yeah and and for nothing like um, yeah like i believe it's like a misunderstanding and well it, it well it, okay here, it's just like here's what it is it's i don't i don't see even a conversation changing their mind because but but also the conversation once again i tried to have the conversation with the big dog on the phone and just explain it to like people listening they go Let's play out this conversation logically. Hey, your podcast is controversial and you had this person on saying some pretty hectic, like, sexist things. Wow, totally agree. And did you listen to it, how I asked, like, very thoughtful questions, challenged the idea, and then, you know, allowed people the intelligence to be able to listen to that and then make up their own mind about it? Because... I don't believe you like, yeah, I could spew opinions, right? And say, oh, I disagree, I agree. But then I'm just doing what everyone else is doing. But then I can, but as the conversation goes, they would have to admit your questions scare us. 
Your questions challenge the status quo that has been that has kept this system running for 70 years. Your your dialoguing with the outsider, the homosexual. You're dialoguing with the sexist homophobe. You're dialoguing with um, I'm trying to think who like the 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 OnlyFans model. Literally a like a form of prostitution. And and then in that logical conversation, you would say, well, yes, who did Jesus eat with? And they would have to go, well, yes, I guess, but uh, not in this form. Like, but, they, but here's how the conversation goes, and here is exactly how it went. Yes, I understand your perspective, and we have determined you've breached those guidelines. Can you please explain to me how I've breached them? Your podcast and the views expressed breach our guidelines. Could you please be specific about what that is? And so there is no satisfactory conversation. There is no back and forth of ideas because when, when an idea is threatened subconsciously, we will grasp anything we can to hold our position if our argument cannot be voiced. And we'll never even admit to ourselves that our argument cannot be voiced, but we will hang on to the outcome of that argument. So no, I don't expect any further hearing. I don't expect any understanding if I was to be granted an audience. Let me add them. <laughs> if, if I was to be granted an audience, I'd, it would be the same conversation I've just had because they don't care. And I get it. Efficiency's sake, you're a corporation. You've got money to make. You've got enrollments to get. You've got other things to do. You don't, you don't want to truly morally grapple with the quote-unquote Christian system the Christian corporation that you have built. You don't want to morally grapple with the fact that private schools exclude society's most vulnerable. You don't want to actively grapple with how do we equip our kids with in, into a world where every idea is put in front of them instantly and an algorithm determines what they see. You don't want to actively grapple with those hard conversations. So keep calm and do what you've always done. I do not want to be a victim of that Protestant cycle that protests and leaves, protests and leaves. Oh, you believe a different theology to me? Oh, hell exists? Oh, I leave. Oh, you think gay people should get married? Oh, I'm going to leave. Oh, this is the pattern. Division, cancel, ejection. Yes, it's happening in the secular world as well. We don't agree, we cancel. We don't agree, we cancel. And I don't want to be a part of that system. This is like the whole underlying premise of the podcast is to go... You disagree with everybody about something. Everybody. You build walls around who is right, who is wrong, who is in and who is out. And then you get a little group together and you fortify those walls around your beliefs. And you're disconnected from the orphan, the prostitute, the homosexual, the foreigner, the immigrant. You build them out. You say, oh, no, no, we accept anyone if you adhere to this way of being i think this is the most hurt i've ever been because they've taken something from me before they couldn't take anything from me what are you going to take from me like a name badge you don't give me that i give that to myself what and and this is this is where they they hit and they go i'm going to take from you your capacity to assist and minimize 
trauma that can come from the system I grew up in. They're going to remove the gateway to better understanding for the next generation. So if you said you're going to quit the podcast, would you be fit then? I don't think so. I feel like if I do feel differently to them, that they won't want to be with me and they won't want to employ me and they won't want to connect with me. Mm. Which I think is true. It's hard because my optimism about why I do everything that I do is in people's innate ability to see someone's humanity if you give them the chance. You were going to listen to an episode that I produce and completely disagree, if not hate the person you're hearing from. And my goal is to provide a platform as such that can you at least vehemently disagree with their positions, even call it dangerous and and really like wrong. But can you glimpse their humanity? And I suppose the reason why I wanted wanted to have an honest conversation with you on this podcast, Brooke, is because... (laughs) You're more honest than me. I am telling, I'm giving you an intellectual version of how this all works. And you are the heart bringing the humanity to this. Because this is, this is the position we put everybody in, which is why I was just like, let's just record whatever happens will happen. We'll go through different phases of anger, grief, denial, all those things. And now you're in the fear stage. <laughs> yeah, and the loss, like feeling the loss. I guess I have faith in people, people's ability to see someone's humanity. But we're blinded by ideology. We are blinded by ideas. So when if people hear this podcast, if we release it, you'll get final say. <laughs> At least super friends, six, six or seven super friends might enjoy this. Yeah. But if they can listen to this and genuinely listen to this and go... I might disagree, I hear there or everywhere, but can you see their humanity? Can you see our humanity? Can you see the mechanisms at play that ideology sets in our pathway that blocks us from seeing someone's humanity? Because if you don't have the right ideas, they go, oh, let's, let's not get her to do work with us. Let's not employ him to do this work because we disagree yeah. or because... I have an idea about them and I will not revise that. It's ideology that blinds us from our humanity. And that is the whole damn point about the podcast is that we are all humans and you can fight and you can argue and you can disagree and you can cancel and you can delete and you can rage on Facebook and have arguments. You can do all of those things, all of them. Or you can try and listen to someone's humanity. You can step outside of your echo chamber. You can step outside of your ideology, the comfortable boxes you fit in. And you can at least listen to somebody else's humanity beyond the ideology. And I think no one can do it. Conservative Christians cannot do it. Progressive Christians cannot do it. The political left cannot do it. And you're damn right. The political right that complains about cancel culture, every Sky News I ever watch, you cannot do it. No one can do it. And sadly, 
I don't think anyone cares. I don't think... I've got a year's runway. Maybe. <laughs> I don't think I can afford you to not work for more than a year well, and make money. I know you're working really hard on this. This is the internal struggle with the podcast is that I'm happy to pay a price. I just don't think anyone cares. I just think algorithms don't care. I just think, like, I've got a limited time at giving this a full crack. This is, I don't know, this is my naivety or my hope is that people care enough. And if you're super friends, I'm not talking about you because you guys are the guys that saw something in what I'm doing. You see something. in challenging yourself, stretching your comfort zone, listening to somebody, even if you don't listen to every episode, you believe what I'm doing is important enough. And I get get DMs every now and then that are like, I really appreciate your voice in the world. But this world runs on money. This world runs on life is expensive. And how do you, how how do, how do you bring, this is the artist's, dilemma i've never been an artist how do you just keep creating for a world that doesn't care how do you yeah how do you how do you do that because i can't make you can't this is my nihilism you can't change anyone's mind great song loss and hell people don't change i firmly just believe that no now i'm the idealist people do change and if they if if they personally don't choose change then life will throw something at them that will force them to change or they'll die yeah i think i think people like change or die honestly and we choose death this is my point we choose death and in that way we do change that's right change <laughs> yeah sure change. i'm on board with that i feel like we've really we need to go have some lunch get our blood sugar back up my blood pressure's dropping I'm panicking. My heart rate's up. I'm probably going to pass out from emotional exposure. But I suppose that's what happens. We're definitely not the first to go through something like that. There's a whole online community that is like, wow, the system really burned me. And I've been burnt in the most minor way compared to some of these people. Like, oh, yeah. They give you know, their whole life. They give their whole life to this and then they kick to the curb. Whereas I knew, sadly, I knew this is what the system was. The people that make it to the top of these organizations are the ones that... Be careful. They're the ones that toe the party line so well that they become the immune system for anything different to themselves. And if there's one thing I've learned is that germs make an organism stronger. And we just over-sanitize everything. They're essential to a healthy ecosystem. Yeah, they are. It's like... But we are caught in the purity code. Our modern society, it's not just a critique of the church. Our whole society is caught in a perpetual purity code that cancels and ejects that which it perceives as threatening. And, yeah, so... 
Anyway, there's some... Thanks for listening to our TED Talk. There's some thoughts on this that happened. So now, well, I must find employment elsewhere. But I'm still going to... I must get back to work. (laughs) I'm still going to try and do the podcast as long as I can. And you're doing a great job. Even if you just do it for a year, I still feel like it's so important what you're doing. Yeah. There just may not be a market for it. Yeah. Or maybe there's a market for it, but I can't access it because of the gatekeeper of the God of the algorithm. Yeah, you need and it's to. It's very difficult to try. You need and to run that. corporate retreats on understanding the other, and then make it a little work booklet. Maybe a podcast is is hard. Yeah. So anyway, send me your thoughts and your opinions, and super friends, your. And don't judge me based on this one episode, <laughs> please. I came your... out firing, but I'm actually a very like placid, calm person. We hit, you some, we hit some Brooke childhood trauma. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of pain in that. But yes, if you want to support the show, your support now that I have no job, now that I have been fired for this very podcast, if you would like to support, if you believe listening to other people is an important thing to do, if you believe that not cancelling and shutting down someone else just because you agree with them is important, if, if you agree that we should have more conversations and not less. If you believe in people's ability to hear ideas and discern them for themselves in the right context, I might not be doing it yet. I don't know. I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to hold space for people we disagree with. I'm trying to to not just cancel and remove people who are outside of the system or are inside the system that don't fit if you believe that's important, then Ideas Digest would love your support. You podcasting friends of the show, thanks for listening to this journey. And you'll have to cut some of these parts out. If you want to, if you want to hear the completely the roller coaster of emotion that is oh, what happens when somebody lo- what happens when somebody loses their job for doing what they believe. In line with the ethos in of line, the place that you're working at. Yeah. If you, I mean, everyone thinks that too. I understand that. But if you, if you want to hear the roller coaster of emotions, that is that. Become a super friend, support the show. And hey, you'll get more ammo to throw against me if you ever have a conversation. Because people are, when people are honest, you might not like all of them. But can you love their humanity? Do you want to? Because if you want to, I've got a great podcast you should listen to.